And here we are here with you. Thanks for being with us. I can listen to that track over and over again. Thank you, Kojak. Killing it week in and week out. Uh, I mean, Matt and Jared have much to say. Maybe. We live Maybe. boring, mid-30, age mid-30. Speaking of Matt lives. and Jared, my name's Jared Moxley. Hey, I'm Matt Morris. We are. A, a weird, weird time, time recorded. Um, Matt, before we get into it, before we get too deep into all this stuff that we got, I need to, uh, I would like, uh, this is a... Sounds like you're going to get something off your yeah, chest. Yeah, it's a formal formal apology. Oh, no. I would like to apologize to all dogs and dog owners. I'm sorry for what I said last podcast. I think, I think... Why I said that stuff came out of a place of fear, came out of a place of ignorance, and I would just truly like to apologize to anyone that I hurt. You have a tear in your eye right now. Yep. And it's a, it's a, yeah. I agreed with you and even even added more to your your little rant that you had. So I, I would I would just like to apologize. And as I'm all. not apologizing to fucking anybody. Nobody am I going to apologize to. I said what I said, and I meant most of it. Damn. Yeah. You're brave. Don't even get us started with the... You're brave. I rescued this dog. You're brave, man. But the dog really rescued me. That's usually how it works. Bah. Bah. Um, We talked a lot about dogs. Uh, we it, A little too much. So if you were listening to last week's episode and you cut her a little short because, okay, like, I could only imagine the person is, like, skipping ahead a little bit. And they're like, oh, we're going to see when the dog segment's done. And then they realize the whole, all we got, all we had was dogs. Well, dude, if you, if you think it's crazy that all we talked about dogs because we didn't have shit to talk about last, last episode, wait till you get a load of this. <laughs> This episode's going to be called All Dogs Go to Hell. This episode's going to be called The Weather. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing nothing too crazy over here. Um I'm getting married in 5 days. Can you feel the pressure? Oh, the pressure. Is it palpable? The pressure's upon me and it is it's I, I really hope that these last three days isn't what marriage is, is like. I'm I, hoping after the, the the wedding itself and we're on our honeymoon, I'm hoping we both calm the fuck down and we, we just... I think you're going to find that. I think you're going to find there's going to be a huge pressure buildup. There's going to be a lot. You're going to... And then on the day, there's all that pressure is going to kind of really hit you, and you're going to be filled with emotions, both good and bad. And then, are you talking about the pressures of me finally coming inside of a woman? I do. That is part of it. That is part of it. I do. I do. I do. I'm going to have to say that. And then, and then, I think you're going to feel a weight lifted. 
like especially like you said once you're on that honeymoon i think you're just gonna be like oh okay and then you can kind of settle in and you know get get on that long ride the last ride the only ride um growing up in hammond i we had some neighbors and my parents made very good friends with the neighbors. And since moving away years and years ago, they've both moved different, like, all in northwest Indiana, but, like, Crown Point, then Porter. Like, they everybody moved everywhere, but they remained friends. And they're actually going to be at my wedding. Mm, nice. Like, that kind of friends. Like, that kind of family friends. Um, One of, one of their sons got married and the first day on their honeymoon the wife was like i think we made a mistake and straight up was just like wedding was over like the marriage was over over before it begun i don't know i i think what's 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 worse though someone doing that like that quickly like you had a marriage in the honeymoon you call it off or you spend like twelve years, thirteen years with someone, like you ha- end up having kids, and then you end it. It's like, and sh- it was a nice wedding too. Couldn't imagine what the we're having a backyard fucking like. You think the nicer the wedding, the more like the least amount of time the marriage lasts. No, what I'm saying is like, what if you call it off? If, if she had to have known. What if they called it off? before the wedding and they just ate the money that was like uh i wonder if anyone's been like they both decided like amicably like hey this isn't gonna work out and then so they just have the wedding anyway but they just let everyone know like hey we actually we're not doing this anymore so it's cool it's cool let's have a party let's party it's cool (laughs) we're fine we're actually more happy now <clears throat> the story goes on. And it though. just turns into an orgy. The story goes on though. Months later, she gets remarried to one of his his fellow groomsmen. What? And has like babies with him and is happily married. So I think I know who what you're talking about. Um, I don't think you do. No. But I've heard a similar story to this, which is crazy. It, I guess it happens more than you think. And so there they are, happily married. And what is that family going to do? Like shit on her for being happy the rest of her life? Or like... Yeah, how long do you hold that over someone's head if they're genuinely happy and making it work? Which, because I would want to hold it over their head forever. I'd want to be like, you're a shit fuck. You'll always be a shit fuck. Fuck you, shit fuck. You know? But realistically, I mean, can you... Do, you have to focus on your own shit. Be your own better person. That's why if if certain ex-girlfriends of mine are listening to this, like, don't be mad at me because I'm finally happy and making making shit happen, you know? Like, just don't, don't do it. Matt, don't. also, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. Who rescued who? <laughs> hmm? Hmm, Matt? Remember you were always rescuing me? Who rescued who? I guess. Anyway, if any of my ex girlfriends are listening to you, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> we knew that was coming. I don't mean that. I hope you're happy. Uh, probably, probably. I said all that, but I hope my ex girlfriends are miserable as hell, and I want them. No, I, I. That's not true. The Man. best revenge is. 
The best revenge is success, Matt. Here I am, five days before my wedding, talking about my ex-girlfriends. Not well, t- I think it's a it's a huge moment. Both of us have gone through some pretty big moments. And to wrap your head around some of that shit, it's, there's going to be the, the, the pressure moments. There's It's going to be emotional. It's going to be you trying to wrap your head around what the, even the fuck is happening. Right? That's normal. Oh, cur- currently there. And it's it's difficult because you know how many people have gotten married? Millions, billions of people have gotten married. You know how many people have done all this stuff and you go through it in your life and you're like, why does this feel so crazy? How did anyone do this? And everyone has, but it, it you feel like you're the only one that's ever done it. You know what I mean? Well, Like you've been to weddings, you've been in weddings, and... It all seemed great and good, but the the weight wasn't there. You know, I, I agree. And actually, now that I'm on the receiving end of like having my own wedding, I've realized that I never really understood what weddings meant. I know that they're getting married, mm-hmm. like I get mm-hmm. that, but like now that I'm going through it, like you're we're getting married. You're seeing that right? real side of it. You're seeing the fucking the this ain't a party. Well, and it, and that's all it was to me. It was a mm-hmm. party. It was just like, oh, hell yeah, I'll go to that one. I like those two people enough. And there's going to be booze. Alcohol. And dancing. And bridesmaids. Who doesn't like bridesmaids? Dude, who doesn't? Who there's doesn't? a whole movie about them. <laughs> they got their own movie. <laughs> well, the- What did we get? Hangover. That's what we got. Because that's what it fucking feels like. Well, guys are kind of, we're kind of fucks. Extreme, extreme fuckery. Dude, I'll probably cry. I'll probably cry. Honestly, it's not because of how much I love you. It's from the alcohol. (laughs) That's why I'm going to cry. I wish that I could have been a fly on the wall for Britney's bachelorette party, and I wish she could have been a fly on the wall for ours, (sighs) because I think they would have been two completely different things, and... It's just me being myself, so I'm not worried about her seeing anything. No, and they, it honestly was a a genuine, like, good time. It wasn't anything to because it, it wasn't anything where you like come home and you're like, "This is gonna take me a week to get over." Like, yeah, it was a genuine, like, just fun. To, that one What's... time, I sweated a lot, <laughs> which I'll never forget how much I sweated. <laughs> it was like my body was crying. My body cried when the whole thing. The when whole body. You, when you left your Terminator re, like reappearing pose with you like with one fist on the ground and one fist on the forehead, just like dripping sweat. Yeah. On the carpet, once you left, I could, you could like almost tell the yeah. exact position you were in. It was, it was crazy. It was dripping off your elbows. It was dripping off your kneecaps, bro. You oh, hallucinogenic <laughs> drugs, man. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> What are the courtroom people that do the typing? The stenographers. Stenographers. So maybe Brittany wouldn't be a, a fly in the wall, but maybe we could get Brittany to just be like the stenographer, stenographer. for the, and then she like wait wait wait, hey uh replay read that, that back read, read that, that back. back what was that He's like um Jared said holy shit I don't think I'm going to make it Matt says <laughs> wow you're you're sweating a lot. <laughs> Okay. Ugh. And then we just start laughing and laughing. 
But then I got I get to be the stenographer 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 for her, and I bet it'd be boring as hell. <laughs> you know. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, I I overcame a fear this week, but not because I wanted to, because I had to make Big a steps. choice. That's big steps. I had to make a choice. And the choice was for my birthday, my fiance got me tickets to go to a concert. But as of two days ago, it is now you can't just produce a negative COVID test. You have to be vaccinated. You have to be fully fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. In which I decided that I am going to, I went and I, Gave myself plenty of time, being that the concert is in a little bit, to get fully vaccinated, man. And a concert was... I feel like an asshole for this reason. A concert was the reason that I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm not going to miss... You didn't do it to protect your neighbors, I know, I know. You didn't do it to save lives. So you're making jokes about that. But, like, I did feel like the asshole. I know, and I think that shit's hilarious when people say that. That shit sounds silly as fuck to me. <laughs> I mean... When I when If you need to take any sort of stance that hard, that shit puts up red flags in my head, and it makes me feel weird about the person. When they're just like, you... Uh, when they give that much a shit about what someone else is doing, regardless of really what it is. It it just it freaks me out. It makes me think there's a reason you're doing that, and it makes you, me feel like you're not a super genuine person. So so don't feel bad is what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. But I want to kind of run you through a little bit what was going on while I was waiting, because in that moment you're able to look around. Things are different when when you're. What moment are you talking about? Um, sitting in the waiting room. I'm I am afraid of needles. I am six foot two, six foot three, thirty four year old strong man. You could beat a needle's ass. Oh, I could snap that needle in betwixt my fingers if I wanted to. I just I hate it. I think I think of that needle slithering into your skin and then it's gonna mm. like push a thing into you. Into your body. And I, I the, the So you thought, could never go gay. I could never do heroin. You could never do heroin, and you probably couldn't uh, do gay sex. Because think of if you're scared of a needle, think about a, an entire wiener. So I'd much rather be butt-fucked. You'd rather be butt-fucked. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, that, the blunt object, you know, the blunt mm-hmm. object doesn't hurt me. Because I've seen you, like, come, like, over here after work, and you're just like, oh, I fucking... The, the nail and the hammer, it just didn't, it you know. And it's like, holy shit. But like the a little, let's make this as painless as possible. Quite literally blew my thumb up with yeah. my hammer, and I was just like, oh, man, that really, really fucking hurt. So maybe it's like the, like the, just the thought of it. It's not even like It is. It's thing. the thought of it. And so there I was. I was observing everybody. And I was about to do the same thing that I do with mushrooms. I think, I think that honesty brings me 
a lot of comfort. So I was literally going to like lean over to this lady and be like, Hey, I'm afraid of needles. And just like have her just be like, what? Like, yeah. And, and fear does breed like being super honest. Like if you're super scared, you could look at like, cause it, it, that's happened to me too. Like I don't like talking to strangers or whatever, but if I'm like super scared in a moment, I do find comfort in being honest with someone and being like, holy shit, this is fucked up mm -hmm. like, or whatever is happening, you know? So there was a lady in front of me with her husband. They got to go in at the same time for their booster shot. So they, they have had the vaccine already, but they're getting it. They're getting in bees. They're getting it. And she was like, uh, she was like a 65 to 70 year old lady that was like still wearing athletic pants. And she like, she sprung up and she was just like, like, uh, have you ever seen the TV show Sit and Be Fit? Like the very enthusiastic old woman that's like training people. No, but I can 100% imagine it. In my it's like right the uh, Richard Simmons yeah, yeah. of old women. Just like ready to go. Like yeah. their head shaking, but in a good way. Like Absol a positive. Yeah. Like, oh. oh, time for the booster. She's. I think she jumped like a little bit and, and then she hit like a stride. Like, like maybe the shots were drugs a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you imagine that's what it'd be like in the waiting room for someone doing heroin. They're like, oh, yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> excuse and me, excuse me, I'm trying to be polite, but can I get... There I am. I've got my legs in a figure four, like, uh, with my with my leg on my knee, other other leg on the ground, and I'm bouncing my, my foot. My foot's just going... Wah, 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 oh, clearly, I'm so clearly anxious. And I look over, and there's this other f motherfucker who's uh it's this lady and she's straight up doing like the chris tucker in rush hour like dance with with the snaps what? and the and the head move and because was there music playing i i don't know if she had like airpods in or something but she was definitely like doing a little like about to get that boost and shine and there i am i'm just like holy they finally say uh morris and i'm like uh so I get into this room, Jared. I'm anxious now. You're yeah. making me anxious. Yeah, I start talking to this lady a little bit, and I'm just like, hey, I got to tell you something. I really hate needles. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> and she, That's exactly what I wanted to hear from a six-foot something. <laughs> and she, she was like, well, this is going to really surprise you. You are the majority. Like, everybody hates needles. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. She's like, I've had people pass out. I've had people piss. I've had people... Um, not like think they're gonna get it and walk out of the room and and not come what? back and not and not get the shot. <sighs> and maybe it wasn't even the COVID. It looks like she had been doing it for long enough that like it could have just been like yeah, it's her job. A shot. She administers things. And and I was like, I I'm just trying to be honest with you. So when when the time comes, I'm definitely going to relax. But I'm not going to look at a thing. Like, I don't want to see it. So if you're trying to be like, oh, it's just this little thing. Like, I, please don't. And she's like, okay, thank you for letting me know that. And uh, she then it gets into, like, what's going on? Uh, why are we getting vaccinated? Questions like... Questions like... She asked you why you're getting vaccinated? Um, I Yeah, but, like, it was not in a... Not in like a questionnaire where right, like right, she was gonna right. write down my jog down my answer. Well, because of uh, there's COVID. 
That's when I would have walked out. If she was like, why are you getting vaccinated? I'm like, what? This, there's questions? No, I'm leaving. So she keeps going, okay, I want to tell you the the side effects of and what, what you might feel tomorrow. And I straight up stopped her, Jared. And not because I don't care about the side effects, but like I was like, hey, if we're going to do this, you, we have to do this right now. Like I'm, I'm mentally prepared. I might, like I might be one of those walk them ups. Mm-hmm. So let's if, go. Yeah, if you could just get in your little refrigerator, grab that fucking needle, and jab it in my arm, and then and she's like, okay, yeah, absolutely. And she gets up there and she jabs it in the arm, and it doesn't even hurt. It doesn't. I you barely even feel the fucking. That's because you're Matt. That's because you're a big boy. I know, but you're a big boy. And I mean that, like I'm, a big boy. I'm a big, big boy. But it's just crazy that because... All that fear and anxiety ahead of time. And now knowing that I have to do it again, I'm still afraid of it. I have to do it in 21 days, and I'm still afraid Dude, of it. what if you were excited for it? Like that one lady who like just hopped up, and she's like, yep, me. And, like, uh, and then you're like, maybe I'll try drugs. The only way Do you think the vaccine's a gateway drug? What's your opinion on that? <laughs> the only way I'd be excited to get this shot if the, is if the first one gave me like a raging heart on like fucking like uh like a blue pill would, you know. You like you go to to leave the, the facility and you just accidentally break the door off. <laughs> you're like holding it still, you're like, Ugh, and you oh. just throw it away. <laughs> And I go home and I'm just like, honey, I'm home and I'm ready to fuck. <sighs> you just walk in the door and she's like sitting there watching like Netflix or something. You walk in and you're just like, ah! Ah! she's like, are, are you OK? And you're like, I'm hard. <laughs> and it's like it it scares her at first, but it's sort of as she's more comfortable with the fear of just your raging hard on, but she's she wet slowly as hell, starts yeah. to come around and enjoy it. She's upset about how angry I am about being hard. Yeah, but she's yeah, kinda yeah. Like turned on because she knows she's gonna get <laughs> pounded for like a minute. She's like, "There's no need for you to act like that." But <laughs> come on over, come on over, baby. That's an old Avril Lavigne tune. Come on over, baby. That's not Avril. It's Christina Aguilera. I was going to say, that has to be X-Tina. Fuck, I fucked that up. I've been fucking up a lot of shit lately. Oh, hell. It's my brain. It's my brain on drugs. Yeah, but got got the old vaccine, and uh, I don't feel... Matt, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I And I, I really did... And it sounds like such a fucking pussy thing. People are people are afraid of weird shit. People are feel uh, have fears of goldfish, like you know shit that I'm not afraid yeah, of. Dude. So I don't understand. It, it seems silly to you because you ain't a, you're not afraid of it, right? But so you you might not understand like why are you afraid of needles? And it's because I that's your thing. I just my it's my fucking that's thing. your thing. I crawl up on rafters and I'm and I'm thirty five feet in the air. Cl- hanging off of a 45 degree angle don't roof. care don't i don't care. give a fuck i'm good and that's that's why everyone should realize when someone does like is is very honest and they're just like uh this dude i'm just scared of this thing someone should be like oh yeah even though you're not scared of it you know something that you're scared of that yeah. would make you feel the same fucking way 
because everybody has a couple of little like scary things. And if you don't, you might be a serial killer. Yeah, you're right. Like if you're not scared of, and you're just walking around like not scared of shit, that would be, you would. That's that's like psychopaths, well, right? My, well, then my fiance is a psychopath because what she <laughs> in turn did was knew that I'm. Afraid. You said that, not me. I know, I know, I did. But she, she was like, "Oh, you got the shot. Like, who who gives a fuck? Like." You know how many people did it and they they did it just fine. There's children that are getting it. Calm down. And then she makes it about her. She's like, I have got to I've got to get a root canal in a couple of months. So so you've got a little bit better than me. And she makes it about her. Well, the root canal, though, bro. Have you heard that? Have you heard? I've heard that shit from the waiting room. And I was just like and in a dentist's office. And I was like, oh, you do not want to be there. This but, shit, it sounds horrible. But one of one of Brittany's fears is dentistry things. Like getting her cle- uh, teeth cleaned, she's fine. But like if there's a procedure that needs to take place, she's freaking out. And she, so, so it's. So you're my, like, why don't you see that? And it's this it's, way. It's my measly fear against her, her fear. Mm. And it's just like, no. I'm supporting you through your fear. I don't give a fuck about going to the dentist. I, you don't care about getting that. I care about getting that. I'm. I'm that's my dentist. That. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my dentist. It takes a lot, and it doesn't hurt at all. It do, it takes a lot less time, and it doesn't hurt at all. But it's my fucking thing. That's my dentist. <sighs> What's your dentist? Uh, it was. And still kind of is, weirdly enough, uh, speaking in front of more than, like, five people. Which is, okay, this is crazy. Scary as shit. Like, literally, I would, I failed classes. I dropped out of community college, like, where I was doing decently well. But at the end of the, they're like, all right, well, this is your big, your big uh, half of your grade is you have to do this presentation and blah, blah, blah. And you have to get up in front of the class and, and I would take zeros. Even, I would just be like, nope. Even in college, they it. don't care if you suck, suck. You could you could still get a you C. You just had to do it. I mean, if the work, it was really about doing the work for the project. The whole presentation part of it is like not much of your grade. It's the, the project itso- it, itself. You could just like get up there and pass out yeah. and then like wake back up and be like. Argh. And if you had like a PowerPoint, they'd be like, okay, you did the thing. Good. But I couldn't do it. Yeah. I would lose. I would shake. I would physically shake to where people would ask if I was okay. In my younger years, I was I was a lot more, uh, like, into doing presentations. Like, if that was if that was a test, if that was every test, I would have done well in school because I didn't give a fuck about getting in front. Couldn't of Couldn't do peers. it, dude. Couldn't do it. Well, that's why I think your fear is bullshit. And I was scared to. I was scared to fart. You know how many I I was so scared to fart in school. That fart, farting is your fart. dentist. It's part so it's all kind of an umbrella of dentistry. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't want to bring any attention to myself, so I was so scared. And I saw if someone farted, if they owned up to it, people laughed and it was cool. But if they farted accidentally and it like smelled, people like shunned them. So I would hold my farts all the time. To be honest with you, even to this day, 
have a hard time farting. We, I know exactly what you mean. First of all, if if I force a fart out and people hear it, I'm just like, hey, dude, I did it. But if I ever do it on accident, straight embarrassed. Yeah. Me. You have to. You have to kind of go into. You got to know and you got to own it. And I could never do that. And I I also didn't like bringing attention. So basically, like attention, uh, and like getting up in front of a bunch of people and talking was my biggest fear. And it's also like the thing that I super want to do. And we're talking on a podcast right now. So it makes no fucking sense. Did you happen to go to a high school or did you happen to go to a school where you were the minority? It was, no, it was kind of, it was a decent mix. Because I went to a school where I was the minority and farting was a big thing. Yeah. Don't fart. Like, yeah, like, farting was a big. You're thing. nasty. I you're like how you said. Nasty. I like how you. <laughs> I like how you worded that. You said, "Did you go to a high school where you were a minority?" That's funny. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I get what you're saying. I get. I know that you're not a minority. Right. I but could like be. in the high school sense, you, I, I was definitely the minority and there was teachers that were they had like cases of Lysol if they smelled or heard of a fart dude they're probably super tired of that it probably has to be that way because if it wasn't and just farting was like super acceptable I mean, some of those classrooms would be unbearable. Like, you got to shame a couple students into sucking their farts in. Yeah. And that's what I did. <laughs> dude, I sucked those things in. Oh, my God. I, dude, I Where never. Where did they go? I don't know. I think I used to think maybe I'd burp them out. I'm like, I'm going to have bad breath. So I started chewing gum. I'm holding my farts in. I'm chewing gum. I'm just trying to be a good person. And... I don't know where the farts go. Well, I learned that it's acceptable to go to the to the hallway if you have to release gas, so you don't do it. So I I would travel to the hallway, man. I'd get out there, and, and then it'd be like, "What are you doing, getting up in the middle of class?" Like I have. You're just out there, like I'm farting, <laughs> and then someone's like, "Oh, I know what you're doing. Oh, you dirty bitch." <laughs> yeah, you walk back. You. You're you're the unclean person. No, yeah, I held that shit in. Where do your we should write a we should write a child's book called Where Do Your Farts Go? That's like some sort of where the sidewalks ends type shit. Some poetic shit. I've, or like when you have to poop and then when you actually like figure it out. Like I have an hour drive to work. So sometimes I'll be like five minutes in and I'm like, damn. Like, it's hitting me now. Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't I shit when not, I was... Not the right time. An hour before I had to leave, and I couldn't poop then, but now I have to poop five minutes into my drive, and then, so, like, for, like, half hour, I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Every little just, bump. You're like, I just need to get where I need to I get stop? to. And then once I get to where I'm going, I don't have to poop again? Yeah, it's because just, you've held it. You're, I'm just, like, done? It, it It sucked back up into me? Where is it? Is it going to come back? It always comes back. I you, I think it's kind of like when I take Prilosec OTC. Well, when you I don't u- take that shit anymore. Hold on. When I used to. Let me, and I never took it regularly. I think I've taken it a handful okay, of times. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry I jumped on you for that. Handful sorry of times. Sorry I jumped on and you. And let me tell you why I took it. Because I knew I was going to be doing uh, harder drugs, drinking... <laughs> 
and eating like shit all day long. And I knew that that was going to catch up to me. So what did I do? I pre-gamed with Prilosec OTC. Ain't that America? <laughs> you and me. Ain't and, that America? And what, what Prilosec did to me was I didn't get heartburn that day when I was all fucked up and I was in bed and whatever but the next day i got it twice as bad and it it's like it needs you to keep up with it like ooh you better take it again otherwise it's, otherwise it's definitely going to exactly happen. dude matt i take uh anas i take a prescription antacid every day cuz i'm an american i will not change my lifestyle i will medically find it and figure it out <sighs> through pills baby through pills all things are possible yeah, and then you, I got on the internet and I just saw like a lot of like heartwarming things of like, this kid was abducted and bullshit. And I'm just like, man, I was afraid about getting an injection. And then there's pe there's shit like this happening in the world. Like I should probably just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Afraid to get an, an injection that makes you a better person and. Which, superior by the way, to most. you're still a piece of shit. Oh, well, I'd actually like to apologize about what I, if I was coming off in any way, uh, not towards uh, getting a vaccination. I'm sorry if I was weird about it at all. Jared, if you don't mind, like, it's actually kind of directly affecting your life right now. Is it? Because you're podcasting with me and you're not at a Dr. Dog show. Yeah. yeah so, like, is. you you have to be fully vaccinated. And when you bought the tickets, the, the rules weren't... You could... you could. Produce, there were no rules. You could produce a... We're not even... We haven't prefaced this with anything. Can, can Nobody you, knows what I you're was talking about. I was kind of hoping that you would, would want just to... just jump on in. I'm not going to... I'm not going to Because tell it seems story. like such a... Uh, it's such like a... Like a thing that I don't even want to talk about it because if it doesn't matter what you say if you haven't chosen that... Uh, that like... Rah-rah siskumba shit, then then you're just wrong. So it doesn't matter what you do, really. It really doesn't matter. There's mm -hmm. going to be people that it's, you know. We have thousands of people that listen to this, Matt. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of millions of people. They, and they care. Like, now they're all taking... See, so, yeah, I was supposed to go to a show, and I couldn't because I... Uh, actually, I am vaccinated. I'm not vaccinated. I don't. I don't want to, like... I don't. It's weird that we have to come out as like a thing. And like, why do? Wh what does it matter? Like, what does that change anything? I mean, people. It, I already said that the reason I got va vaccinated wasn't to support my neighbor, keep my neighbor alive. Right. It was. It's all because of. It's a greedy thing because I want to go to a concert. Yeah. That I'm prepared for. So I, for for my shit, I would have even done the same shit you did but it just the time the time didn't allot that so it wasn't really an option so it's not even like i had a choice i mean i did have a choice but then but then quickly did not so that's just how it ended up yeah and now and i'm not really gonna get that mad about it because but now you're here and do you think that i am i 
like your choice. It really, but it, the thing is, it wasn't a choice for greed. I like it for greed because I get I get to have Monday with you. It I, wasn't a choice. Like I didn't have time. Even if someone was like, I mean, I guess if someone like flipped up a tent and was like, "Hey, get come get your one shot stop," like maybe I would have. I don't know. I don't really know what I would have done because that option wasn't there. So. Yeah. Hey, let's take a break. I haven't made a choice, Matt. Here's what you do. Here's what I like doing is I like making all my choices by not making choices. Some could argue those are choices in themselves, but I would also argue that they're not. You're making good choices, though, and we'll get right back with that after a break. Here's the thing, Matt. <laughs> no, nope. And we're back. And we're back after a couple of soothing breathing exercises. If you just breathe deeply into your nose as much as you can, and you let it all out through that mouth. If I did everything that I saw like people with healthy minds do on the internet, they're just like, oh, I go to the chiropractor. I go to mm -hmm. the therapist. I, uh, I just got my teeth cleaned last week. I, I'd be broke, dude. Like I, I'd be working just to keep a sound mind. Bro, it costs a lot of money to get mentally and physically fit. It's not cheap. And it ain't that's, free. And that's why I look like this, and that's why I'm fucking crazy. Because <laughs> but also you I, could... spend, I spend my money on a $20 therapist known as Bell's Two-Hearted. Bell's Two-Hearted, unofficial sponsor. But, you, I mean, you could do breath work and do push-ups. That would probably do it. But it almost seems like you would you would need to, like, give a little money away. Like, I could probably figure out my own problems. I could probably, like drink less, start to work out a little more, you know, and I would be fine. It would be easy. All I got to do, I got some dumbbells, just like sweat it out a little bit and breathe and go to bed and don't drink so much. But I'm not going to do that, Matt, because that's my art. <laughs> and you know what? You are an artist. Thank you. <laughs> that's. I just saw... While we're on break, I just saw a movie preview for Clifford the Big Red Dog. Live action? Yeah. Did they find a big dog? Dude, there's going to be there's a movie out there that's going to be Clifford the Big Red Dog, which we all remember the books, but it's a movie. Is he the size of a house or is it like He's getting big. He's getting big. And I'd like to address the elephant in the room. And that's a big red dick. Oh, big red rocket, dude. Dude, can you imagine? Because Clifford, you have to imagine, it's a boy. He's going to have a big dog dick. He's going to have a a dick the size of 12 donkeys, at least. So what happens? Are they going to address that in the movie, do you think? I don't know. Should they? I'd have to imagine Probably. it's a, a child's movie. So I think they're going to... Dude, kids got dicks too. Kids I think, got dicks too. I think that it's going to be Clifford the Big Red Barbie Doll Dog because I think it's going to have Barbie Doll parts instead of... And you know how... Let's just talk about this. You know how dogs' dicks are kind of like in the middle of their belly? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I do know. The tube goes f from the It's internal. Sack. A lot of it's internal. And then Dog all, like, all of a sudden in the middle of its belly, there's like... A fucking dick poking out. 
Well, it's going to be hard to conceal Clifford's big red dong. Could you imagine him being in like the living room and then all of a sudden the window breaks? Because he got hard. And there's, there's you got to neuter that puppy right away. There's a fucking lipstick coming right through the fucking window. And I think, uh, I don't think, you think, I don't think veterinaries could uh, neuter a dog like that. Well, you That's just, construction work. You, you you just need different tools. Yeah. We're we're talking not not scalpels, like sabers. And honestly, how much like dog morphine would it take to put down a dog like that? Cuz you 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 put them out before you snip them, right? How do you weigh that fucking thing? You have to take it to the dump. Take it to the dumps. Hey, stand on the scale, Clifford. Could you imagine a Adopting a fucking tiny red dog. Next thing you know, is bigger than your house. I mean, what do you do? So the first dog we ever had actually had was like it was like a redhead, it, and I want I'm not saying it had red hair, but like it was it had like orange hair, like a mm-hmm. redhead does, and it was an Irish setter. And I don't know, I, I don't have nowhere to go with this, but like thinking back that we had a fucking redhead dog. Ooh, sorry. Um, pretty crazy. And the fact that my dad used to beat it and beating it like a redheaded stepdog. Could you imagine? My dad didn't beat the dog. I don't know where I was going with Could this. Could you imagine if. I've like, been drinking. You got to calm down, Jared. Could you imagine if. Someone had Clifford at a young age, and he started beating it, and it was just an asshole dog. Now you have a fucking asshole dog that's as big of a, as a house. <laughs> and they're just like, some guy's trying to mow his yard, and then all of a sudden, like, woo, 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 he's trying to get at the neighbor. Because he's going to get there, unless you have some Jurassic Park fencing, as which a, I doubt you do. As a puppy, he gets beaten by the dad, and then... As an adult, he just licks the dad right up and just shits him out. Yeah. And then he goes on a tear. That's Cujo, right? Are we talking about Cujo? <laughs> Cujo the big red dog? Is that Stephen King? <laughs> We're talking about... We've been talking about Stephen King movies today about... I, I'm i kind of fascinated in how... I like how shows... I watched a show called Midnight Mass. Pretty good. But it has... It's written by a guy who did horror film or horror TV... But he, this one seems a little more Stephen Kingy. I like how Stephen King has these weird. Uh, they're like these questions to you, where like, what if the world was this crazy? You know, what if the person babbling down the street was right? Like, what if shit that seems like it couldn't be could? Kind of like C- Clifford. Like, what if you brought home a dog and it ended up being huge as shit? And then it ended up killing everybody. I mean, what? how do you wrap your head around that? And then you have to question everything that's going on in your own life. I just don't understand how people have time to watch TV right now. Like, um, Well, so I've been, I've been trying to drink less. So I've been trying to drink less. And I found that if I come home after tr- work. But you said trying. Trying. How's it going? It's going better i think you're just drinking different alcohols that's true too that's true I think too. you're doing the same thing 
different alcohols. Right. So I went to a uh, mental health counselor, Matt, and we were talking, you know, we're talking and talking. That's all you do in there. And and you asked for a female. Yes. Because talking to a female is easier for you. For me, I feel like it would be easier. Is this a mother-father thing? Like, I don't, I, I thought so, and it might be, but I don't feel like it is. I just feel like it would be easier and someone could kind of, like, for whatever reason, I, I feel like a female wouldn't judge you as much, if that makes sense. It I, To me, if someone asked me if I needed to talk to someone and bounce some ideas and, like, try to figure my shit out, and they were like, would you be more comfortable with the male or female? I feel like I would be more comfortable, obviously, with the female. That's where I ended up. And I don't, I don't 100% know why. And I don't think that it's a a mother-father thing. I get, I get that. It probably is deep-seated. Maybe. Like, let's it's get, possible. Let's get for real. Sure. There's for a, sure. There's a thing for that for everybody. But I think that I would pick a male because everything that I'd have to talk to would have to be about, like, uh, the, like, if, if, uh, my, we don't get into arguments, but we de- like we definitely don't always see eye to eye, and it's always and it could be it Who's could that? be a thing. My my fiance and okay. I, who we're getting married in five fucking days. Five so days. Obviously, I'm not like backtracking and being like I don't know if it's worth it because she we fight, but like, mm-hmm. but you know, I think that I the the things I would have to talk about would be like hey. Am I doing something wrong in this situation? I'm explaining it to a guy. I think he'd be like, "Oh, oh no, fuck that bitch," and just, and then I could be like, hmm. "Right," and then we could just like go back and so forth. So do you? But so for me, I ag- I agree with what you're saying. But for me, and the reason why I'm doing it in the first place is that I would want an opinion that was outside of like my own. So you're doing so like it. I don't want someone to go like, oh yeah, right. You're, I would want someone to be like, well, why why do you feel like that? You're doing it for the right way. I'm I just said that for. I'm saying my own right way though. Maybe I, that's I, not your and, right way. That but, doesn't mean it's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what I just said, I actually don't. I don't. I don't expect my a counselor to say like, oh fuck that bitch. Like it, actually, at that point, I'd be like, yo, bro. Like so, I'm. I said it as a comedic like. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine leveling with your with your therapist, just like getting him on your side, and he's, he's just like, like yeah. "Oh hell no, yeah, you gotta get rid." Yeah, of Yeah, you that. don't really want a uh, cheerleader. Yeah, like the last thing anyone who's seeking mental health counseling needs is a fucking cheerleader. Yeah, like, like yeah, no, I knew I was right. Dude, and you're I, good. He's it's like, fine. what you do is you go home and you act on your impulses. <laughs> Hit her. Hit her. <laughs> After one or two times, she's not going to act like that again. And that's then... how I taught my kids. <laughs> Dude, that would be crazy. That would be, that's some Stephen King shit. Like there's like a Stephen King novel or like and it becomes a show or whatever about like the, a, therapist a therapist who's just like, yeah, no. No, everything you're feeling is correct. And honestly, you should act on it. You should act on it. <laughs> it's like... It, it, like, it, I think it, it, leaves, oh. it leaves nothing to the imagination. <laughs> the name is just like the abusive counselor or like or the enabler. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, you should. Uh, how much are you drinking? 
So you should probably knock that up a little bit. Yeah, those and are... then all those emotions you're feeling that are negative, you know, like you're doing things that maybe you think you might not want to do, do this more. I do was, that more. I was drinking that when I was 15. So if you could bump those numbers up a little bit, I'd it, really like to you're see. You're coming in here, and I'm not trying to ruffle your feathers, but you're kind of sounding like a bitch. <laughs> so maybe if you could fucking get a little aggro be a bro, fist bump, and fucking go out there and do whatever you want to do. Does it affect other people? Are other people being like emotionally harmed by this? We'll tell them to toughen up or get the fuck out. Thank you, and I will see you next week. You're only drinking nine craft beers a day. You're not even doing cocaine yet. Um... I'm going to need you to get into some weird shit. I've I've yet to see your hard drug problem. <laughs> so these beers, what are you going to Sunday school? You're worried about a couple beers? And it's me. It's <laughs> that's what I think when I'm talking to my girlfriend like I'm just having a few beers watching the the fucking Bears game. Calm down. And she's just like, "Yeah, well, it's noon, so I can only imagine where this is going." I'm just like, Pfft. Shut up. You don't know what I'm talking. 7.30, I'm just like, hey, guzzling still. Just You're like, bow, 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 She's bow, right. Bow, 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 bow. She's right again, and then everybody. that that's <sighs> I think that's those are the hardest pills to swallow, and those are the biggest pills to swallow, is someone who's right. And even if they're, even there's times where people can be right, but they're so shitty about their rightness and they so know how right they are that it almost sounds wrong to you because you're like, dude, quit like gloating your, and it's, it's like this holier than thou like attitude that people can have. And then your, your wrongness, which is technically wrong. How did we get from Clifford? I don't know. Clifford Dude, I'm not even real. I'm speaking so vaguely that I could talk be talking about anything, and really, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's so vague; it doesn't even make sense. Your wrongness isn't exactly wrong all the time, just so you know that. And so that's how I get through another day. <laughs> just coming through the days, man. Ooh, have you tried hitting her? Yet, that's your next move, it sounds Next like. on Bad Therapist, Bad <laughs> Therapist. Have you tried uh, physically harming your loved ones? Have you tried to submit them to your will? Have you done that yet? You're drinking beer? You're. We're not even talking about vodka yet. Go buy yourself a handle bottle of Tito's. Grab an eight ball of cocaine, beat your future wife, and then come back to me. Okay? Okay, so before you go to work, um, how much vodka do you put in your vodka? Or how much vodka do you put in your coffee? Um, uh, I, none. I don't, I don't do that. Okay, well, get the fuck out of my office. Do you go to, or do you show up to work on time? Do you show up to work on time? Are you a productive member of your work when you're there? Are you a cog in a wheel? You make me sick. <laughs> Showing up to work on time, being productive, 
and then tearing yourself down later. You make an honest living? You should just get the fuck out of my office right now because it seems like you're kind of only happy when you're at work, even though your home life is kind of blah, but I think that you're good. Just get the fuck out of my office. Doesn't seem like you have a problem as much as you have a problem with being a straight up bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are well, you crying about? That's one of the things that I was... Uh... I think that after this many beers... What we're saying right now is like things that we we've actually gone through and mm-hmm. done before, but we're making a Probably, joke about yeah. it. But yeah, it does like, seem <laughs> like that. Isn't that funny? These are jokes. They're being honest through comedy. These are jokes. But is I've, this comedy? But but I've definitely like reached in the in the drawer for some ice or in the um, freezer for some ice, and then like saw the vodka there too, and I'm just like, <gasps> that wouldn't. It's like 4 a.m. I'm like, that would go good in here right now. <laughs> I've done that as well. I did it the other night, and I was, uh, I was like, man, I'm, I'm actually pretty tired. I could probably go to bed. And I was like, well, I wanna, I wanna like stay up and write and like do some stuff. And I, I truly went in, into it with that purpose. But then I just started sitting here, you know, pretending like two hearteds weren't just cans of grenades, alcohol grenades in my brains, and just being like, well, I'm not drinking gin. And then I just, it it takes me to a place. It takes me to a place of fantasy and love and all out just like heaven. Like where I don't think about my decisions or what I've ever done in my life and I just get to just be there's something about alcohol I truly feel like that is what people are trying to reach through meditation where they're just like just be yourself just be present just breathe it's fine everything's great and that's when you get walking about walking towards the door of being blacked out That's kind of what alcohol provides for me. It's like, be present. You're in the moment. Breathe. You have to breathe. Are you breathing? Walk down these stairs. Like, don't fall. Seriously. You're just fucked. Like, and that, that's what I've, that's what to me is beautiful about it. There's a lot of, you know, lots to unpack there. I was, uh, I'm trying to keep up here. Like that last little bit where you, what you were talking about, I'm, I'm trying to keep, I'm not your therapist. Oh, I, oh. I know what you're oh, thinking. Like, Are you not? <laughs> Tell me to beat my own ass. Uh, Turns out you need to, I'm going to prescribe you an ass beating by yourself. Well, you didn't physically hit her. You could at least emotionally hit her. <laughs> Let her know she's worthless. Worth. Worthless. Once you start calling it worth. Yeah. That's you have no self-worth. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know it's time to... That's when you know it's time to hit that little juicy thing you got there. Mm. That thing's purple now. Not only am I smoking cigarettes, <laughs> I'm also smoking a jewel. Or not a jewel... Juice pod? Is that a juice pod? Fucking, I'm not. I'm not gonna name brand 
called this because yeah, it's don't not name too brand hard. It. They got to pay us money. They yeah. got to pay us that money. It doesn't deserve. If you want to know what goes in my lungs, pay me. Oh, shit. That's nice. It's cool. It lights up. It makes me feel like I'm in the future. Makes you feel like you're back at the casino. It does. And the only thing I wish that it did was when I was hitting it, it was just like, bing, 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 bing. And then, like, it, like, you know, it did, like, those noises because I'm an audio. Bing, bong, bing, shkong, like, I need, I need, like, some. Like auditory, yeah, sensations. Dude, too. I fucked myself up. I had uh, AirPods. I bought some AirPods, and you know they go in your ears. So instead of I, I usually wear my Beats around when I do my chores and shit. I had the AirPods in, and they were like they go in your ear, and I got, I was feeling pretty good, and so I'm like time for music now. Enough with talking from podcasts, and for three days. It still felt like my AirPods were in my head, and there was a ringing. So, like, any silent moment, it was just like... Bro, I fucked myself up. I realized that I have that all that all the time, and... It's scary. And um, it's called Mo- Monier's disease, and where you always have a ringing in your ears. Scary. And my mom has it. And now the older I get, I'm kind of realizing, like, while I'm watching TV, if I if I focus, I could actually, I could still hear the yeah. ring. Like, Dude, and it's so scary because you realize you'll never have a moment. And then you're like, the more you focus on it, the more you can hear it. And then it kind of scares you even more because you're like, is there ever going to be silence? Am I ever going to have a silent moment? Monier's also it started to scare me. It it also comes with uh with like lack of balance and shit too. And I only get that when I'm when I'm drinking. So I think I'm good. Who knows? And I got you in my ear and me in my ear. So for, we're good now. Yeah, I'm not gonna be humming. Anytime, maybe that's so. why. Maybe that's why we enjoy podcasting so much. Yeah, because it it relieves me. I can't from hear my... the ringing. <laughs> I don't have to hear the reggae anymore. I can't sleep. Uh, if you die before me, the ringing's gonna catch up with me, and I'm just gonna be like, God, how long? How long is this gonna go? I mean, let's. What be do you a, mean? This. What how, do you mean? How long is this podcast, podcast gonna go? Not like today, but I'm talking about like how long is a weird time recorded gonna be? Like. Uh, do, and we've never even thought about a name change. We've never no. thought about like a, 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 I don't, a content I don't know. change. I would just, I would really, I would really hope. See, I, I envision it like, you know, you remember when you watch those old like 80s or 90s, even early 2000s, hell, even now, like cop movies when they, like the guy has a partner, like, you know, like Lethal Weapon or whatever, like the person has a partner and it's just like, it doesn't matter what their lifestyle is. It doesn't matter what their family is. Like, they bring their partner to lunch or dinner, and, like, they meet their kids, and it's just, that's their shit. That's their partner. That's who they were. That's, like, the police code. And uh, that's kind of, honestly, how I felt this is. I was like, regardless of anything, we have this, like, we have this weird bond that's, like, we do a show together. And it doesn't really matter what goes on out there, like, because eventually, like, 
this is always still a thing. Yeah. So maybe it's trying to make sense out of the chaos. Maybe it's trying to uh, have something that I don't have uh, work-wise, which I even have that work-wise with people. But like, it seems to me like a partnership where it's where it's like uh, like a buddy cop film. It seemed <clears throat> that seemed like a question that like my fiance was ask like grilling me mm. with, and then I was like asking you, and I was just like, "Hey, how long is this gonna go?" I don't know. Like every, to be honest are we gonna with do you, this every Monday. You said that to me uh, two weeks ago, and at the time I was like, "Well, it's gonna go like it always goes. Like we podcast on Mondays. I don't really know what you're talking about." And then it slowly started to creep into my craw, and uh, I've started to think about it. I'm gonna have a wife. You're gonna have life yeah. changer life changes. So, right? I I I don't know what that I don't know what that means. I can only say what it means for me because I'm only me, and what it means for me is I'm going to try to continue to make. I think it's very important. And I was actually talking with Greg about this when he dropped me off after your bachelor party, because it was so fun. And I was like, man, I'm really. We were talking about how we we're envious of people who like have like before they met their wives and had kids and did all the shit, they had like a thing they did with their friends. And no matter what, no matter what became before or after, they always have to go do that. That's just like a thing they have to do. Yeah. Like, like a, pretend a, like it's work. Like, like a, a year, a yeah. yearly camping trip yep. or like, and it's definitely, definitely way harder to do it week by week for sure. It's mm-hmm. very easy to do like a one thing out of the uh, year. But I I think you need those things. I think, and maybe that maybe selfishly, and for my part, I'm just going to try to make it at least as one week as possible. And I understand where it couldn't happen because you know life really comes at you. But we've done it for a long, and I think it would be I think it would be really cool. And I'm probably being very egotistical when I say this, but. I think it it will be really cool at the end of the day whenever we do decide to end this which I I don't see an end to me it's just something I oh, always want to do this, I don't want to scare the no, no, no. I don't want to scare the audience but like we, to see our we've gone through so much shit like we've literally like lived in we're living our lives and I can, I can go back and listen to like the day after my dad died. Yeah, and, like, exactly. And like where where I was at there, and it's kind of like a it's an audio it's crazy. Book. Like, it's crazy. Not audio book. What the fuck am I saying? No, it is like a, it is like an audio. It is like an audio book, and like of it's an audio lives. like memoir of like what the fuck. Like we've both gone through a lot of shit, you know, through yeah. through this podcast. And we we're always like, well, let's just try to show up and do this thing. Have you, you've heard, be, there, here's here's like two things that I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. The first one is like, uh, like at, at one point you all went outside and played for the last time and, the, and you didn't know it was the last time. Yep. And like here i read that sentence every i've seen it so many times now but i remember the first time that i read that sentence i was like actually kind of heartbroken i was like holy shit that's true like i did i did go outside and i played and then i didn't and then i just didn't um and then another saying is like 
And I think there's only one video, and it's maybe not even that viral, that everybody's going to know what I'm talking about. But, like, there's two dudes playing catch, like, baseball catch on the beach. And then, like, one guy from a balcony is like, hey, are you guys at the point where you don't really want to give up? And you're waiting for the other guy to say that he's done playing catch now? And, oh, yeah. And, and it's, like, it's like that. Like, I don't think that I'm ever going to be like, hey, Jared... I'm done with a weird time recorded. Like, I don't have the time to do it. Because of life. Yeah, and and, I, and I'm not waiting. I'm really not waiting for you to be like, hey, dude, we did it for... Dude, how how long are we in right now? It's We're going on, I think, like four years. Either, I thought, man, I thought it was longer than that. It but... might be. To be honest with you, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you watch... Uh, I, I find this a lot with family. Like, I go home, and it, it, you find it a lot when you don't see someone after a while. And then you see them, and you're like, oh, shit, you either look different or you don't. Like, oh, you gained weight. Oh, you lost weight. Like, because you don't see, if you see that person all the time, you don't, you notice. don't notice. But it's more like, so I don't I don't really know. I, I, also, I also think it's very important for me, I feel like, lately to need, like, shit. Like, I need, like, a couple things. Like, I need a couple things to do it, that I like to do. It it helps me. Otherwise, I feel meaningless, dude. I, I'll i mow the yard. I'll go to work. Like, but after a while, I'm just, like, I start to question, like, what existence is. But I find uh, what existence is through things that I like. So, like, once I find things that I enjoy and like, it helps, all, it helps me make sh- sense of all the other stuff that I got to do. Even if it's not fun. It's kind of like that Wilco song. It's just like, what am I going to do when I run out of clothes to fold? Like stupid shit like that. Mm. Just like he's lonely. He like he like living his life. Yeah, he's sad. He's lonely and uh, he misses his person and and he's just doing. But I so I need to I need to do shit. And but I'm also lazy and stupid. So this is my shit. So I kind of, regardless of anything, I'll probably keep doing this because it's it's easy, and it helps me, and it's just something I like to do. Could you imagine us in like our early fifties, like still doing this? I could. Like, I definitely I, could. I I can too. What and, like what about that? What does that mean to you? So so. What does that look like to you? And like, why do you? So here's here's what it means to me. What it means to me is that this isn't a profitable thing that we're doing. We don't no. we don't make nope. shit from it. But we like doing it so much. We like doing it so much that money isn't going to be isn't the driving force here. And I I never see a fucking dollar sign at the end of this. Like let's be honest, most things that I do like graduating high school, getting a career, like you kind of want to see some dollar signs. Well, you want you want something that tells you like it was worth all that sacrifice. And this right? and this is a hobby. This is a hobby that I am I kind of owe a lot to. I owe a lot to I owe a lot to you, Jared, coming up to me and being like, "Hey, 
I've been thinking about starting a podcast and I think that you are going to be my co-host. This is the last time we'll ever talk about this. You don't owe me anything. Well. I enjoy your presence. You make me comfortable. It's awesome. Like, that's that's the whole, like, that's, you're, that's the thing. Yeah, we're, we're not here, we're not here to tell each other, like, Jerk each what, other what, yeah, off. Yeah, what we what we mean bam, to bam, each bam, other. Bam, bam. I think it's actually more just to let the audience know, like things happen very subtle, su- su- uh, subtly. They do. And when we started this podcast, it was very subtle. We were doing nothing big. We were we we had segments. We were drinking alcohol. We were might have been better. Yeah, who knows? Dude, I, some of those episodes might have been better because we're actually try, trying. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I still try, but dude, <laughs> no, try, trying gets hard. Dude, man. trying gets hard, and also sometimes it's just fun to talk with your friend. And that's that's all I ever wanted. That's all. That's what I really enjoy out of podcasts when I listen to them. I I I don't know where it goes. It probably go. It doesn't go anywhere. All right, guys. So. You might be subtly trying to do something right now, and it's just like a new thing that you're trying to do. And I guess what I'm going to try and leave you with is let Jared and I be a like an example for you guys that the subtle things that you do could turn into a four-year just about every Monday yeah. thing. No matter what. You have episodes that are f- fun. You have episodes that are kind of sad. You have episodes that are boring as shit. Drunk you, as hell. You have episodes where you're rambling on drunk as hell. But we don't take them down. We we keep them up. Like, yeah, this isn't the best entertainment, but you know what? That's what we did this week. Bro, we have a, a legit almost audio recording of our relationship. It's, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's kind of fun, and on honestly, I enjoy it. Like I, it's 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 nice to have. You've said it before. If any if anyone's out there struggling, really like struggling with with just like people being like mundaneness or whatever, like f- find find a hobby, uh, either by yourself or with a friend, and then just do it. Because then you have a reason to show up, and then you have a reason to like have have a good time. You've, I'm not speaking for you, but you've <clears throat> you've said it before that this has gained you enough confidence to do what you actually wanted to do, which is stand up comedy. And it took you years and years. So the nerves when we used to start a podcast, we used to be like, holy shit, dude. dude, We would pace. Yeah, we're doing this. And we have to put out like a show. And now it's just kind of easy going. We talk to each other. It's not always, it's maybe bland sometimes. But it gained you the confidence. It changed my life. Yeah. To... To go to the next step. In, it's not even my opinion because I just said that I've heard you say it before. Like, dude, that this this like talking on air has kind of 
Dude, it changed smoothed, my life. It smoothed you out a li- at least a little bit. Yeah, I had a I had a huge problem, and I still do. And but this, if it wasn't for doing this, I wouldn't have been able to do the minuscule shit that I've done. And I'm just trying to. I'm trying to find out a path through life that makes me happy, and because I think once. Once you truly are happy, and once you can economically hold people down, then other people will be happy. And I think it's very difficult to figure out how you get through the mess. Like, because it's all messy. Like, life's pretty messy. And if you can just figure out your shit, like, this makes me happy. Oh, I can make money off this. Then it alleviates itself things become more comfortable you can breathe people around you i'm a shit i'm a when i'm not happy i'm fucked like so which sounds so selfish but i gotta figure my shit out have you ever heard a saying like people are just like they take a shot and they're like (laughs) yolo Mm -hmm. and you're just like okay that saying in that in that sentence like after what you just did just like you took a shot and you're saying you only live once so i'm gonna like oh fuck it yolo but has has something has that same sentence ever actually meant something to you like i've i've definitely like heard somebody say like dude you only live once and and it, they're they're not like ripping a shot. They're they're like actually doing something, mm-hmm. and or and they're saying something, or they're they're acting on an impulse, and and like where it actually kind of m- makes sense to you. Yeah, it's where like poignant. You're, you're you're not going to get a sign that says on your fucking dining room table or wall that says like you only live once in big cursive mm-hmm. letters, but like for like a little second. The saying you only live once like means something to you. You're like, fucking, you're right. Like it you only live once, man. And then you feel kind of like a jaded, like a piece of shit, because you're like, oh man. Yeah, dude. I just I yeah, just I, I just got feels from a from a Drake thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah and I, I do think that it's definitely from getting older, but I think with all that stuff it there's something that comes out in 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 ourselves where it's like well what do i what do i have to offer and like what can i do like what i don't want to just i don't want to just sit here like i want to like do i want to have fun i want to make other people i don't i don't want to just sit here man like what do you actually do like what is what is the meaning of your shit like i remember when i i worked for uh when I was 18, I worked for water operations for the city of, of Fort Wayne Beach, Florida. And I, I actually felt like that was a cool job. I was like, I'm actually doing stuff. Like, if I don't help pump this groundwater and filter it, like, this city lives off this ground, this water that we're pumping. And, like, our jobs mean something. And then I, that was the only meaningful job I had. All my other jobs were restaurants. And just to me, it didn't seem like that important. People got to eat, man. They do, but they could also feed themselves. <clears throat> but what people can't do is, like, pump their own groundwater, you know? Like, it was crazy. You're not. You're actually not right because a lot of people— You can pump your they, own groundwater, They have well water and— 
Good luck. Good luck getting. That's why all those people. With with all this being said, and I'm not trying to cut her short, but I I I think it's ready uh, to wrap. Cut her up. short, bro. Cut her short or sh- cut her. No, off? no, no. Sorry. <laughs> because uh, I have to wake up at three thirty in the morning. Three thirty a.m. Yep. Sun's not even set. Oh, I and I love the drive, and I, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Are you morning. starting to like it? Yes, I am. Because only... if you get up at three thirty in the morning, and I'm very sorry to interrupt you. Oh. But if you get up at three thirty in the morning, dude, you got the kibosh on everybody. So you think that? And I, I the only like thing that. I got going for me is the roads are open. And I'm by myself, and I'm sipping on my coffee without the vodka because I look at it every day, but I don't do don't it. Don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it, man. Um, I if I didn't have to pay for gas to get to work for an hour commute, which adds up, I think a, I I did the I did the math. It's Time like, change too, right? It's like a hundred and thirty dollars a week to get to work, dude. And, and to and from work is $130 a week. If I didn't have to pay for gas, that time would be so like so necessary for me. And I want to tell you what I'm going to do tomorrow. Shout out to the Moron Bros because I am going to listen to the episode tomorrow on my way to work. Uh, that you t- shout out to the Moron Bros. Plug. I was on one of their episodes. You're gonna listen to it tomorrow. And I and I can't wait. And uh, that's what I'm doing. And I'm awake before Dude, a lot of other you people. You get up at three thirty in the morning, and you're vaccinated. I'm you better sh- than you. Yeah. Honestly, you should be standing on a stool, looking down. <laughs> you should. You should kneel. I I shouldn't have to I go. Sh- I should kneel. I shouldn't have to go higher. You should have to go lower. Dude. I might Shut kneel after this. Hey, but my name is Matt Morris. I'm Jared Moxley. And uh, let's cheers. Let's hear some wedding bells in this cheers. Next time you hear from me. Next time you hear from me, I will be happily married and. Man, that's crazy. Dude, we've been through some shit, right? Yeah, here we are. Like, we've been through. There's been. On, audio recordedly, there's been a lot of shit. And this is this is gonna be another shit. It's crazy. Well, You're about to get married. Don't blink because there's more life changing stuff coming up <laughs> from both of us. Well, I love you, buddy. Love you, dude. Um, Cheers. This is. Let's cut her off and let's let's go smoke a cigarette. Right, yep. The Lord said that. <laughs>